Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS. Like Stephen Ledbetter, Dave Poor and Maniac Medic. Coming up on this episode of TMS, not the quirk I'm looking for. It was a cloche call. He made the donuts. It was time. Are your teeth part of your skeleton? Because I, like, really wanted to know. It's Jack Skellington, not Jack Teethington. Drank from the Paul Rudd Fountain. Tuck, tuck, goose. I ate a fish that had a bomb in it. A little better? A little worse. Attack of the Pixie Cut Brunettes. Make your 90s business again before everybody dies. Mighty Peppy and my Keppy. Don't put it into your tomato soup if you know what I mean. Six more weeks of Amazon Prime. Pulling a half Johnson with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. In the home, the farmer's wife will be cooking with sound waves. The roast that takes three hours now will take three minutes tomorrow. They must be working on it. Are they? Do the bees know they make honey for you? This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, January 8th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Well, hello, Scott. How are you? I'm fine. You sound much better. Um, a little better, but yeah. a little worse. Both better and worse. Better and uh, worse. Yeah, let that yeah. cough uh, persist, I guess. Yeah. Um, little, embrace little, it. Uh, little like congestion. It's like this This cold is saying, oh, you thought you were done with me. Mm. <laughs> Good ever, luck. Good yeah, luck with that. Do you ever feel like that husband in those old 80s commercials that would be, they would sit up out of bed and go, uh, and the wife would go, what's the matter, Larry? I shouldn't have eaten the last meatball. <laughs> I used to love those. Yeah, I used to. Think they were so you funny. ate it, Ralph. I don't. Know. Yeah, that's the lady. It was Ralph. Yeah. Ralph His name was Ralph. Oh my but lord! Was that like a Pepto Bismol or something? I can't remember. It was like a yeah, some sort of uh, indigestion. But there oh, was you, always these. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. <laughs> oh, you ate it, Ralph. <laughs> you ate it. Yeah, no, so there was a there was a thing back then where the husbands were the stupidest ever and they were the ones getting sick all the time and yeah. the wives yeah. are just exacerbated. Except for, the, except for the one who had to make the donuts. He got up and he made those donuts, yeah. that guy. Yeah, he was stoked. He was ready to rock that morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so real quick here before I forget, I I realized yeah. right before the show that my dentist um taught me something when I visited him what a week ago, week ago tomorrow. Yeah. Whenever it was. And uh 
it was this. So we had brought up on the show that there's this there's this phrase going around, or there, I'd heard it anyway, where people said the only part of your skeleton that you'll ever wash are your teeth. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's cool. You mean like it's the only exposed sure. part or whatever? But then I always had these questions about, well, your teeth, they can come out. There's nerves between it and, and yeah, any other I mean, bone. It's not, they're not going bone to bone, right. right? It's not like an extension of your your jawbone. There's right, and it's roots true. And it's gums tr- and stuff like that. And it's true of all bones that they, you know, tendons and cartilage and other things make up the joiners that then yeah. continue on to your arm or your hand or whatever. Yeah, and so, so yeah, technically, right. those act that way. But I said to him, I said, is this a realistic thing to say that the only part of our skeleton that we ever clean is our teeth? And he said, no, because they're not part of your skeleton. Now, when you die and you see a skull, it has its teeth in it. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes. Depends on on what you're doing when you died. Right, exactly. I mean, you're you're freaking... (laughs) It's it's funny that you would ask him this, like... (laughs) Oh, I love questions like this. You kidding? Yeah. I love stuff like this. Yeah. I like to get philosophical. So he and he was sure. down. He was down to answer. He goes, "Well, we don't. We wouldn't really consider it that because they do, they do yeah. come out." Now uh, that being said, you'll find a lot of skeletal remains that have the teeth still in. And you know, he gave me yeah. this whole this whole rigmarole. But it was a it was a fun it was a fun way to explore it. So so technically, according to my dentist, yeah. your teeth are not part of your skeleton. However, I, I put it to Doctor Jerry Tolbert, who listens. Uh-huh. To write in and give us a more overall doctor perspective, well, less of a, just a dental perspective on the deal. Your point about your point about you know when you see a skull, a lot of times, at least the skull that we visualize has its teeth. Yeah, you know, almost so, always, right? Yeah, yeah. And so there must be something besides just simple cartilage that would otherwise rot away. Something in there is holding them. Something. So I don't know. Yeah. So maybe it's true, and he's just wrong. Look, I've had dentists before that tell me stuff that I don't believe, and this might be one of those. So, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, pipe in. Do no harm, Jerry. It just feels like a more. It doesn't feel like a, um, like a, you know, the largest organ in the human body is your skin kind yeah. of thing. It doesn't feel like an exact thing. It's like, you know, skeleton. There's there's a asterisk next to the word skeleton. There you go. I agree. Yeah. And it should be yeah. it should be as such. Uh anyway, hey, uh yeah. something something great happened. A miraculous thing happened. Yes, tell me. All right, it's a new year. Time for new miracles, everyone. Don't get bogged <laughs> down on the negative things in life. Forget about right. there being an no. election year this year. All this stuff. Forget about it. Here's what well, I want you to know. Me. Finally, finally, somebody, apparently with money over at Amazon Prime video, uh bellied up the money it took to deal with the music rights that was holding back the streaming rights for Northern Exposure, the 1990s classic uh, dramedy mm-hmm. uh, from being streamed properly in this era that we're in of streaming. And something finally broke the dam that was holding that back. I don't know who did it. I don't know why. I don't know if Jeff Bezos himself uh, popped his head <laughs> out of his penis rocket and said, make it happen. I don't know. Yeah. But you all did I- see his shadow, which did help. Oh, yeah. that always helps you. Uh <laughs> We got six more weeks of Amazon Prime. <laughs> free shipping. I was going to say. Six more weeks of free shipping. Six more weeks of Cyber Monday. Enjoy, everybody. Anyway, uh, Northern Exposure is now on Amazon Prime Video and in its entirety. And for the most part, there are a couple of ex- uh, examples that I haven't run into yet, apparently. But yeah. somewhere in the series, there's like two songs that couldn't be resolved. But the rest of the series is as it was. Mm-hmm. And... 
I'm here to report that that is, st- I w- ended up binging like eight episodes. Uh, as soon as we heard about it, Kim and I, <laughs> yeah, we have sure. very fond. This is comfort food for Kim and I, when we were dating, we watched the show when we got married, we made sure Mondays were uh, all squared off right up through 95 or whatever, uh, <laughs> to make sure that we always saw it. We were recording it yeah. on our VHS DVR or whatever. Must see Monday night TV. Yeah. Yep. On CBS and that music, the setting, the characters in particular, Maurice, all, all I have to hear is that dude say stuff. And I'm brought back to a very happy time. And That's so cool. for me, it's major comfort food. So if you are were like me, a giant fan of that show, who honestly, it is the progenitor of, I don't think you have things like, well, maybe you still do, but in a different way, but you don't have things like Shit's Creek and things like Parks and Recreation and things like, I don't know. Think of a quirky Veronica town. Mars, Erie, Indiana. Exactly. Think of a, um, think of a quirky town with quirky people in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. This this came out. It was a, a, a couple of years after Twin Peaks, which yeah. was my introduction to. Here's a you know forget Mayberry. Here is a quirky effing town. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so I watched Twin Peaks. I was I was smothered and engrossed in it, fascinated with the whole like the mystery Ooh, Bob and Laura Palmer and ramped and plastic and all that. <laughs> and um and then Northern Exposure came out and they said, Hey, we got a quirky town too. And I started watching and I said, Yeah, but you're not the same kind of quirk that I'm looking for. Yeah. So I think I watched a couple episodes and never got into it. So Oh now I'm gonna look time. at it as this is my my chance to revisit uh, Northern Exposure and uh, and Joel and uh, sure Dana Delaney. No, Dana Delaney was uh, China Beach. Oh yeah, that was China who's Beach. The, who was the um, who was the brunette pixie haired brunette on uh, Northern Exposure? Oh, we had that we had that all over the nineties. Pixie, pixie liked, cut brunettes. I liked her, and I don't remember her name. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she was great though. Yeah. Uh, so, same so. same year, by the way. They both premiered in 1990. I don't know if they premiered the same time. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They're both 90, and they went to. Well, Northern Exposure went to 95. Uh, you got two seasons out of the original Twin Peaks, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just two. And then back in 2017. But anyway, Janine I have it. Turner. Thank you, Jeannie. Yeah, Janine Turner. Well, Janine Turner. Oh, yeah. She's the one. Well, she's the one in. Um, Northern she, Exposure. Northern Exposure. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, that's you're, what I'm you're you're pixie short hair ladies. Uh, yeah, she's great. And she's still great. I'm watching this and going, oh, yeah, you're awesome. And uh, I guess she has a really popular podcast, but doesn't everyone now? Doesn't yeah, right. Everyone? Exactly. Who doesn't? Anyway, uh, the point is I have a theory. Uh, here's my theory. So now that we have it, uh, I there's been rumors rumbling around that they're going to re, uh, reunite everybody and do like an eight-episode follow-up. Really? Okay. All right. So back in Sicily, Alaska, all these actors are still around doing stuff. Put them in there. Hurry up before John Corbett dies. Or not John Corbett. Um, Barry Corbin dies, mm. who is getting real old. And the guy who oh, played really? Pauling, the, the guy that ran the bar, his he's like in his late 90s. So you got to hurry up. Is that uh, Michael Ian Black? He was on that, right? No. That was where we first know? No, it's uh, Rob Morrow is the main. Rob uh, Morrow. Okay. He's your well, city. I thought there was. Oh, you know, I'm thinking of Ed. Another. Ed was another quirky town. Oh, I liked Ed. Ed was. Great. I liked Ed a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. He he's uh, he's also great. Uh, by the way, Rob Morrow, he looks great now. 
<laughs> that guy really, yeah. really aged. Yeah, he looked like he made well. a drink from the Paul Rudd fountain. A little bit, yeah. They yeah. are they are yeah. very interchangeable. Those two faces. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I have this theory that if they are going to do an actual reunion and do like an eight episode one off or something, uh, that this is a predecessor to that because it's been seriously you couldn't stream it or get it really in great formats for thirty something years. Right. Right. So now that it's back, I think that means. They are working on it, so that's my that's my hot take. And then uh, there also is a thing where uh, Seinfeld just did a, a live show somewhere. Uh, he's up on stage. He does Q and A after. I didn't know yeah. this. They're probably filming a special. And somebody yeah. said, "What did you think of your finale?" Oh. And they expected him just to talk about the finale of of the show. And he said, "Well, let me just say that." We might be working on something connected to that final episode, and that's all I can say for now. Really? So I don't know what that means, but I think we might be getting a Seinfeld little one-off six up eight episode deal. I don't know, yeah. not, not like a new series or something. But this is the rage right now. Take your '90s business and make it again before we, everyone dies. It's like basically exactly right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh for those people who felt like. I just didn't get enough closure from Melrose Place. I need to know what happened to Billy and Amanda. Oh, my gosh. Please don't bring that one back, though. Well, I guess they did, you know, right? If these other ones make money, that will, too. Come didn't they kind of well. they kind of did that, or did or am I remembering this They kind of did. Didn't they kind of do a thing with all the Beverly Hills and 90210 actors where they put them all on Riverdale? Maybe that was it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like how they did all the Friends people on... Um, on uh, oh uh, Cougar Town, Cougar Town, yeah, yeah, right. Which I I thought was kind of fun and creative. That's a, that's a clever way of doing it. I still say the best episode of Cougar Town is the crossover with uh, Community, where uh, Abed is in the background while while uh, Busy Phillips is is chatting, and uh, he he gets a stomach thing that he talks about in Community he has to run out, knocking over a chair or something on the way out. I don't remember that. That's, that's, that's the great. most brilliant crossover. Because then he then he talks about on the special birthday diehard episode where he, he and uh, the My Dinner with Andre episode of Community mm. where he's saying, so Joel, I uh, finally got my chance and, and Cougar Town reached out and they said, oh, you're like a super fan. We really want to be on. So I thought, oh, I get to be on Cougar Town. I was an extra. And then I thought, wait a minute. If I'm in Cougar Town, can I still be a fan of Cougar Town? Or does that break the lore of the show? Yeah. And it was just such a such a hilarious Abed moment. Uh, I don't I gotta watch that again, that show. Yeah. I gotta binge. It's, if I'm is, gonna binge a show, it may as well be community, right? That's a great one to binge because it is it is just so brilliant for most of its most of its seasons. Most of its run. Yeah. Yeah. Like even my love of, of uh Northern Exposure ends with the last season when they brought in Rob Morrow left and did as he thought he was off to Hollywood stardom. So he leaves kind of like the dude from NYPD blue does. Oh yeah. yeah. And unlike NYPD Caruso. blue, they couldn't make it work. So he leaves and this new guy comes into town and basically has to play another city oh. Jewish doctor. Who's got to somehow melt in with these people. And it's like, no, you got to change it up or something. You can't just repeat the last thing. And that thing didn't yeah. last. I don't. I don't think he even made it through that whole season. Maybe it did, but up till Rob Morrow leaves, classic TV. Mm-hmm. It's great. I'm curious. Speaking of which, uh, here we go. Uh, community movie is uh, 
um, filming happening in summer 2024 for holiday 2024 release. Oh, good. They were that got so, all delayed up from the strikes. That was pretty from the hit. writers and actors strikes. Yeah, yeah, that so, one got hit hard. If I remember right. Yep. Well, good for them, and may Dan Harmon have another chance. I don't know what that means. Yes, I don't know what that means. Either. I don't either. He's got. He's making a cartoon now that seems to be doing fine. The one Randy recommended that Crapopolis thing. It's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a Dan Harmon joint. That is a Dan Dan Harmon joint. Uh, also, we got a follow up about Loud Asian Cities, and uh, okay, I don't remember the conversation we had exactly I don't about either. this. But uh, Rishi B explains. Here you go. Hey there, Singapore and Burma. This is Rishi B calling from Ann Arbor, Michigan. On Tuesday's episode, you were talking about Asian cities and how they have all their very loud cars. And Brian mentioned that the tuk-tuk in India, he was talking about the tuk-tuk in India. Listen, you hand-waving Americans, putting all things in uh, of one country in another it's not the tuk-tuk in India. It's called the auto rickshaw in India. Oh, yeah. It's a tuk-tuk in Thailand. You hand-waving Americans, I can't believe you. But anyway, yeah. all Asian cities are really loud. You are right about that. Oh, wait. Am I a hand-waving American, too? <laughs> no. I love that he ended it with no. I love it. I love Rishi V, man. Rishi V's so great. Cool. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, he's totally right. And why didn't I think of that? Because the Thai restaurant, one of the Thai restaurants that T and I like is called Tuk Tuk. So, oh, that makes I sense. I should have made that connection that it wasn't an Indian restaurant. It's, an, it's, it's a Thai restaurant. Right. Rishi B's got some background in Asian stuff, family in that, I think. So it he, does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is. So he'd Absolutely. know. He'd know what's up. Yep. He, brings, he brings culture to Ann Arbor, Michigan. I can tell you that much right now. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Rishi B, for that. If you guys would like to send in your own phone calls to uh, correct us or inform us, yell at us, tell us you love us. Whatever you need whatever. to do. We don't yeah. care. Yeah. We don't care what it is. 801-471-0462. Quick update on uh, TMS Vegas for folks. Um, should have contract in hand today or tomorrow. Uh, after working on this and, and really trying to get it back from her since before Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, the one change I'm happy to announce is that uh, we'll have six hours in the board game room as opposed to four. Ooh. And uh, no extra cost. Because I know we always felt like, God, four hours goes so fast in there. It seems like enough. So, it's not. It's never enough. You know, It's never enough. It's because we all want to so. talk and hang and games are long. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. if you think about four hours and, and you got a game that takes four or takes an hour, mm-hmm. yeah. you're going to play four rounds of that? That's, that's nothing. Already, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so let's, that's great. I love hearing that. Yeah. So that's going to be nice. And um, we've got uh, rough pricing, which is pretty much on par with what we saw for Cyber Monday, um, but they are reducing the resort fee for our room blocks. So resort fee is cheaper. Uh, uh, prices, Room prices are about the same as Cyber Monday. Oh, so. very nice. I like the yeah. sound of that uh, entirely. I know um, a, few people, a few people bought early and I think, you know, we'll, we'll, she said, yeah, just keep a, make a list of everybody who bought early and we'll get them added to the room block afterwards. So uh, let me ask you a question. So I was trying to get into half asses here yes. and I'm getting booted out. Uh, uh, let me reload. Is Dunaway in there? Let's see. He is in, uh, yes, he is in there. Okay. So what's mine? Try reloading now. All right. Let me try it now. Uh, there we go. Did it work? It says my password's incorrect. Something changed. Hold on. Let's just try this again. Let's try this again. Feud login. 
Okay. Sign in. Can't seem to find your account, it says. Okay, well, let's try this one. Oh. Okay, it looks like it was just flipping out for a minute. I'm in now. Okay, I'm in. Yay. Yay. All right, uh, good. Uh, Emergency averted. We got a quick text here about this. He's anonymous. He says, I'm enjoying listening through my TMS backlog and in the 2556 episode, Half Asses Game. This is last week, I think. The last question was either stated wrong or it was a trick question. Kilimanjaro is located in Tanzania, not Kenya. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can see Kilimanjaro from Kenya, but only the foothills are located across the border. Mount Kenya is the largest, or excuse me, the highest mountain in Kenya, but Kilimanjaro is about 5,000 feet taller than Kenya. I've hiked both. Both are spectacular. Adore the performance. Nevertheless an anonymous listener. Now, that's fine. Corrections are good. Whatever makes them, that's all good. But the fact that we have a listener who has hiked both. Yeah, no kidding. Mount Kenya and Kilimanjaro, I don't feel worthy of his listenership. (laughs) No kidding. No kidding. By the way, clarify, not a correction. Uh, it is. A, it was a trick question. They wanted you. See, that was one of the ones that was wrong. It was. I have the card right here. The card yeah. says moops. Yeah. No the card is. Um, they wanted you to think. Oh, Kilimanjaro. That's the. It's got to be the highest because it was the highest points in their countries. Right. And it said Mount Kilimanjaro, Kenya, with the intention of making you think. Oh, it has to be Mount Kilimanjaro because that's the tallest point in Africa. Uh, and okay. uh, But it's not in Kenya. It's in Tanzania. And and it even puts Mount Kenya is the highest point in Kenya. See? So, See? so Anonymous, um, you're right that it was a trick question, but it was not incorrect. That's right. Also, will you be our Sherpa when we go hiking yeah, up please, those mountains? Please do. Be our, yeah. be our Sherpa. All right. Now we do this. Yeah, the familiar refrain that happens on Mondays for the morning half-asses. Joining us uh, is Mr. Brian Dunaway, all the way from South Carolina. Brian, hi. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Hello. How, how are how you? How is your Monday? Well, you know, it's still So starting. far, snowy. Oh, yeah, ours oh, too. We really? Got, fresh, we got fresh inch of snow on the ground. It's lovely outside. Only an inch. We got white. like a, I got an eight or nine or some silly number. Wow. I don't know what's going on here. Have, have some got, of it. It's too much. I don't like driving. No, it. we don't need it. We don't want it, I've sir. Got We've got no it. snow. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't. We've got it in our uh, uh, our mountains, which is good because then we get the the water and the runoff and all that. But no, we don't. Is that how water here. works? Yeah. Have you heard? What is the significance? What does it What does it mean, though? What, what does the water mean? Yeah. Tell us what you think the water means, Brian. Brian. It means that Brian Ibbett's a smart ass. <laughs> Darn right. <laughs> Darn Just shooting. ask Anonymous. That's right. Well, that smartass <laughs> is uh, going to help us win some prizes for some lucky listeners. Hey, Brian, explain this show and how it works. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the morning. Half-ass is a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving the two of you the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct, and three that are like Anonymous's correction, incorrect. Oh. Depending on how confident... I'm kidding. <laughs> he, he basically, no. he or she just called it and said, I think it might have been a trick question or wrongs. Like, yeah, it was a trick question. Yeah. Uh, depending on how confident you feel with each category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if you get any of those guesses wrong, you get zero points for that round. Guess one and get it right, you get a point. Get two right, you get three points. Get all three correct, you get five points. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. And we've pulled contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Scott. You are playing for Will in Oxford, UK. Ooh, oh my gosh, I think that's Will. Uh, I think that's Will. 
That's our friend Will. That's Will. Um, my brain is the Will. Well, his name is in the right there. On, is his full year. name in there? Or yeah. But what, what is his handle? Hold on. Let me looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I thought it was a different. Oh, different Will. Will. Different Will. Not Will Harris. You're nope. Not Will Harris. Harris. Will yeah. Will with a D. There you go. Yep. Uh, Brian, you're playing for Jeff Beverly in West Jordan, Utah. Yeah. Scott, do you know <laughs> West, uh, Jeff, oh, yeah. Jeff Beverly? I don't. No, that's West Side. That's he. You don't know anybody on the West Side. I live on the West Side. Um, I don't know him personally. Maybe you're I do, troll. and I've seen him at a thing, and he's uh, using a like a like a nickname yeah. usually or something. Right. I don't right. Know. Right. Might be a handle that we yeah, yeah. might be we don't know. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, um, those are our two contestants. We got some games. We'll tell you about those at the end, the prizes at the end of the, the competition. But let's get into the competition. Uh, all right. First category is people who died. People who died. Name these people who died. People <laughs> who died at the age of 27. Oh, Which that's of the these people who people? died. They died. It's the, 20, right. it's the 27 Club thing or it's something. the 27 Club. Which of these people are members of the 27 Club? You've got Mozart. Tupac Shakur, John Lennon, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, and Janis Joplin. I believe I know these. Janis I believe Joplin. I do not, but <laughs> I am going to guess. I will guess your question. Beep, boop, beep. I oh. am guessing questions. All right. I locked okay. in with three. Did you lock in with three, Dunham? I locked in with three as locked. well. Both okay. of you locked in with three, I guess. This was too easy because you both got them right. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, and Janis Joplin. Uh, Lennon was 40. Tupac Shakur was 25. Mozart was the ripe old age of 35. And aren't there huh? And there's some what? others, right? Huh? There's some others in here. like um, Oh, lots. Yeah, there's uh, uh, so many. There's some actors. Mama that's the reason, why, that's reason why there's a uh, thing. Yeah. Um, um, Boris, not Boris. A Yel- Anton Yelchin died that same age. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Not music. I almost yeah, died at twenty-seven. Does that count? You almost died at really? Shut up. What'd you do at twenty-seven? They almost killed you. Oh my you. god! Just trying to live through twenty-seven. Come on, guys. <laughs> you remember twenty-seven? Oh wait. I was hell. hoping for a story like, oh, I ate a fish that had a right. Yeah, exactly. A bomb in it or something. I don't know. I was hoping more for more, All but right. we didn't get it. Well, good job for both of you on that first one. Thanks, man. Let's go to number two. Uh, sports, because you guys both are just no sports inside and out. Oh, yeah. Which of these they are call cons- me sports head? Yeah, do they? Sports, I don't, call you sports I don't head. know who does, but I'm yeah, yeah. Which Dirt. are these? Which of these are controversial plays from NFL history? Uh, you've got the Bush Push, mm. the Music City Miracle, the Immaculate Reception, the Holy Roller, the Fifth Down, and the Hand of God. Oh my God! The Hand of God. Plays from NFL history. I, th- I think I know two, so I'm choosing two. Okay. Although I'm very nervous that I know nothing. Do, 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 do. Dude, what'd you choose, Dunaway? Oh, you chose. You oh, there we go. Now he's locked I in. Ch- All right. I chose it like three seconds before. Do, do, do. <laughs> well, you didn't, you didn't hit, I didn't see the lock thing come on until just now. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, you guys both selected the Immaculate Reception. Yeah, that is a an NFL play that's got a lot of uh, controversy to it. Scott, you also chose the fifth down. Damn that's it! College. Uh, oh, the Bush no. Push, the Fifth Down, and the Hand of God were all controversial college football plays. The other three were NFL. Shoot. It sh- was a trick question. I it was a trick question, Anonymous. Yeah. Uh, I should have gone with one. And then I would have tied at least. Damn it. 
It's all right. All, it's right. all right. Let's get to number three. Your chance to catch up or and surpass happen right now. Which of these are types of headwear? You've got the cloche, the matrioshka, uh, matrioshka, <laughs> whatever the. <laughs> Which of these words called? can't Ibit say? Yeah. Exactly. The pennywood, the kachina, the kepi, Ooh. and the budenovka. Oh my no. gosh, Budenovka. dude. Nah, these are these, these all sound like words that are not real. Well, I have to go at least two here. Mm-hmm. The question is You do. If you wanna if you wanna win, you have to go with two. Mm. Oh, then we talk mm. about a cloche. We had a cloche conversation <laughs> about something. We did have a cloche, cloche. conversation. I don't, yeah. I don't remember what it was though. I don't remember the context. Headwear. I don't know. Cloche. Mm, I'm just gonna. Mm. There. Mm. There's a guess. Mm. Okay. <laughs> locked in. I'm doing it. I'm going. All right. Okay. Scott's locked in as well. Uh, the uh, Budenovka. Budenovka. I'm going to p- find a picture of it. Is that a Russian thing? Is that, is that the, a Russian yeah, hat? Yeah, it's that big old it Russian is. hat that, absolutely G- is. that George wears that falls apart because it's made out of rat hair or whatever. Is it like that? You already know um, way more about it than I did. <laughs> no, it is. Uh, it's like the um, the revolution hat. It's like the like what you always picture uh, uh, Che Guevara wearing. It's that like red star on the front, cloth kind of cap. Uh, yeah, that Schwarzenegger wears in uh, Red Heat. Yeah. Is that which one is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah red, like that. I'll heat. put a picture in uh, in our chat. You can share this with the chat room. But that is a that is correct. I mean, that is a form of headwear. So you got that one. Right. Good job, Scott. Thank uh, you. The uh, cloche is a thing that covers food. But no. it's also a thing that covers your head. So no. close. Well, if correct. you have, what if you have food on your head? Then what happens? It's that it's even better. A and the pennywood, mm-hmm. and the pennywood, much like the matryoshka and the kachina, is a type of doll. Shit. Oh, no. Headwear. Shit. Um, Damn it. Yeah. We both chose yep. pennywood, cloche, and, and uh, oh no, no you, you only did chose two. pennywood. There was but an only off- you chose. Yeah, only I did. But this is hilarious how he and I have, for the most part here, stayed in the same zones. Like, we've gotten the right yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. we usually don't do that. It's usually a lot more often. Yeah, because you both locked in. What was question number two again? It was the, right, you both chose the Immaculate Reception, yeah. and you both chose Pennywood. Crazy. Yeah. Holy roller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would wear a, 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 I would wear, let's see. I think I would wear so the kepi cappy. Can you tell me about that or kepi? What is it? Yeah, this? the kepi is it's like that um, cylindrical hat, like an engineer kind of wears. You see a French, I think French soldiers <laughs> wore, but it's like a. It looks the like French a cylinder. Their, oh, the French in their darn headwear with a brim. I know it. what it is. The one that Tom Hanks wears in that. Uh, yes, in the Polar Express. Polar Express. Yes, yeah, exactly. there it yeah. is. Here you go, Chad. And the Polar Express. Yeah, I hate that hat. I think that's a terrible hat. That hat. That's a great hat. I would never wear that. It's a great hat hat if you're trying to balance something on the top of your head and you need a nice flat surface for it. Yeah, this feels like a hat that would fit me very well. Like hot chocolate? Yeah, like that. Why not? Why not some hot chocolate? Oh, they also, you know what? They give the uh, Kepi to the uh, the, the, the Civil War hats. They call that a Kepi also, it says here. Do they? Okay. And it's very similar. Not as flat on top. Is that where we get the word cap from? Uh, I don't know. Is it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Jeez, look at all the brains on you, Brad, today. Possible. Uh, Possible. All right. Well, that means that I lost for my city and my local friend. Uh, oh, did I never send that? There's the 
There's the Buden Buden Genover, whatever the hell it was called. Oh, Buden Bendover. I don't think that's right. Budenovka. No, not the Buden Bendover. That's not right. Buda Bendover. No, send send Dunaway right over. Uh, Dunaway, you won for your dude. Uh, Yeah, Utah. Go Utah. Well, no. Congratulations, Jeff Beverly. Yeah, you're getting a copy of Chivalry Two and Road Ninety Six. One's a one's an immediate sequel. Another one took ninety five iterations to get uh, a sequel. No, uh, Chivalry Two Road ninety six. But don't worry, Will Demont in Oxford, UK. You're getting Trek to Yomi or Yami. They're both. They're, uh, all of these are considered good. I've only played Chivalry Chivalry Two. Chivalry can't speak to the rest of it other, personally, but I but I hear they're great. And also, I was confused this entire time. For some reason, I thought I was playing for the local guy, and I'm not. Oh. I didn't, and so I still feel good about what happened here today. <laughs> I'm not maybe no a f- little subconscious uh, sabotage. May- maybe. maybe no offense to Will in the UK. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. I, you just I automatically was- assume that if I'm picking somebody from Utah, that you're going to play for them. Yeah, my just uh, yeah, or just this feeling of automatic loyalty. I just felt like I had to do uh-huh. it, so I did. And oh, in my right. heart and mind, got to pull for the home team. That's right. Uh, congratulations to the both of you. According to Scott Fletcher, he would say this: "Congratulations, you're, you're a, a winner. winner. You've done it. Congratulations, Dunaway. You did it. You won something for somebody. How does that make you it. feel?" Well, honestly, Scott, it makes me feel pretty good. Uh, yeah, I was I was kind of down, but now I'm up. So. Oh, you're up now. Well, that's good. good. Yeah, that's well, good. I'm Don't be down. I'm glad you're not down anymore, and I'm sorry you were down earlier. Yeah. I'm sorry you're sick. It's, it's weird seeing Ibbett sit in his chair. <sighs> I, I know. know. It's weird, I know. right? The, Tell the me about image it. of the future. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, what are we doing? What's this? Well, uh, no, I can't stand up. Who's our My guest today? That's exploded. funny. You see anybody in a chair and you think, oh, that'll be them in, when they're 80. For always. They'll yeah. only ever be in a chair then. They'll only ever be, never be standing. Uh, real quick, uh, we did a really fun film sack over the weekend, and people should check it out. Uh, yeah, go yeah check but out. we ain't got Throw no Throw Mama from the Train. Throw Mama yeah. from the Train, a movie we talked about, a reference a billion times on the show, and we oh, finally yeah. got to see it. Yeah. And I'm happy to say I think that movie held up, and... Uh, Maybe held up more than any of us expected. I don't know. For sure. Piece of poop. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, you piece of poop. What, what was the whole line, Dunaway? The piece of poop line? Do you remember? Uh, oh, I can't remember now. Yeah. What, what does she call him? I, now, I've got to go back and watch it again. Clumsy poop. Clumsy yeah, poop. Yeah, clumsy poop. Yeah, it was good. In fact, you know what? I have it here. I may as well just play it. Let's just play that as a way to get people in and seeing that movie. Hold on. Here we go. You clumsy poop. You clumsy poop. Yeah. Oh, God, I love her she so says much. slumsy. Slumsy, slumsy poop. poop. Yeah. Well, that's okay. When she first started calling Owen in the movie, she called him like, it sounded like she said Irwin. Irwin. And I was like, Irwin. oh, no. Irwin. Have I heard that Get wrong my a- entire life? Yeah, I know. Get me a but it was soda Owen. with some ice in it. Yeah. <laughs> you like to poop? She's amazing. No. Never forget uh, uh, Anne Ramsey, one of the great actresses of all time, yeah. mostly because of that and the Goonies. Uh, anyway, Brian, we hope you have a great day. Kiss our butts. Bye. Oh, he had no time to reply. That's a shame. Oh, that's a real no shame. You. All right, we're gonna do some uh, some informing. We got uh, journalism to do, you know. Sure. And uh, it starts with this. Time for the news. Brought to you by. A shout out to H for being a cool dude. Everybody should be more like H. I agree. A E C H. Guy's awesome. Just a cool dude in our community. Another another cool uh, dude and and dudette in our uh, in our lives. Yeah. Uh, Choco Mama and, uh, oh, and her yeah. husband who who uh, sent me something very cool over the weekend. A I magic also carp. I also got something cool. Where did it go? What did you get? Uh oh, it's upstairs. Crap. 
Uh, it's a He-Man. Uh, not Lego. What's the other? Mega Bloks. Mega Bloks. Yeah. Mega Bloks He-Man set that is uh, got little tiny Prince Adam and then a version of him who, or actually, it looks like like He-Man and then Dark He-Man or something. Oh, really? Okay. Like, I'm not yeah. exactly sure, but anyway, it's this whole Castle Grayskull set and everything. It's just a very cool thing to get in the mail. Yeah. Yeah, they are great. We cool. love them. I got a Magic Carp, a moving uh, Pokemon Magic Carp Mega nice. thing. Nice. Yeah. Oh, both Mega Bloks. I didn't know that. It's huge too. It's like yeah. Well, to to them we say thank you. They and are also, cool and shout outs. Yeah, and I best. ate her. I ate her some of her chocolate last night as well <laughs> to celebrate. Very good. Uh, moving on to the story, we got a story about a mountain of used clothes. Normally, you'd think that would want to go to charity or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, for some reason, a mountain of used clothes appeared in the Chile desert. Like, I don't mean chilly like cold, like Chilean (laughs) desert. And then went up in flames almost immediately. Oh, wow. Spontaneously? like. Well, I'll give you some details because that part is... Okay, please do, because that's confusing. That part is less than clear. Story is originally published by Grist. I don't know what Grist is, some newsletter. Uh, Anyway... Don't trust it. It says, on the morning of June 12th, 2022, Angela Astadillo, Astudio, then a law student in her mid-20s, grabbed her water bottle and hopped onto her red Nissan Juke. Speaking of cars and other places with names that aren't the same here. The Nissan <laughs> Juke. Nissan Juke. I think that actually did come up in that uh, that uh, half-asses with, is it a real car or a fake car? Did it? The Juke did? I think the Juke was in there, yeah. I, I, I would I would drive a juke. I'm telling you right now, it's not a problem. Uh, the founder or co-founder of Dress Desert, uh, textile recycling advocacy nonprofit, sounds right if you're trying to get old clothes to people. And the daughter of tree farmers, uh, she lives in a gated apartment complex. Uh, none of this matters to the story. Anyway, uh, as she exited the compound, she pulled over next to her car next to a road and greeted uh, a fashion professor there and three of her students who were also waiting inside. Uh, I'll get to the bottom line here. They get up there. They see this huge mountain of clothes. They don't know why they're there, but they just looks like it's all been dumped by dump trucks. Just like there's a photo here. Let me pull this up. Uh, This is on Gizmodo. Oh, I'll pull it up for myself as well. You don't need to. Yeah. Oh, wow. Huge. That's a massive pile. That's that is a way bigger pile of clothes than I was uh, expecting. It's a lot. And you see the little car like next to all of them. It's like, oh, that is massive. Yeah, that's a ton of clothes. It almost looks like people um, from yeah, this shot. But, but anyway, uh, and then they set it on fire. <laughs> and nobody, <laughs> nobody's exactly sure why, except this lady's, of course, mad because she is part of this group that would want to redistribute these clothes to people. Yeah, no kidding. But it's like they discarded didn't... clothes from brands like Adidas, H&M, Ralph Lauren. Really? Yeah, yeah bummer, right? That is a bummer. Yeah, yeah, they could go to people who need it, for what's sure. Going, what's going on, Chile? What's going on? Chile, sorry. Chile, Chile. I don't know. Am I saying it right? I have no idea. Chile. Chile? Is that the way? Chile. That's right. the way. Chile. Ask, ask Randy. He'll get his machete out. <laughs> Chile. Uh, let's see. Here's a story about uh, don't lick your car. Well, don't let Oh, them, good. Okay. Don't, don't let the moose lick your car. Oh, <laughs> well, that too. Which is perfect for my viewing of... Northern exposure. There's a there's a prominent moose. <laughs> there in is a moose, show. right? The wanders around the the town. See him all you. over the opening credits, if I remember correctly. You do indeed. Uh, and he also kind of just shows up and stalks uh, Rob Morrow's character a lot. 
Oh, really? It's like okay. a kind of a running gag right. that the that the moose shows up at inopportune times. Is the moose is the moose real or is it all in Joel's imagination? It's is it as Tyler Durden? If I remember right, he questions it. Yeah, I don't know okay. that I've gotten to that episode yet, but I did get to the episode in season one where there's a myth about a beast that lives in the woods called Adam. Man, pig, bear. No, no, but it's very similar kind of vibe. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Nobody yeah. can explain or man, bear, it. Pig. Yeah, or man, bear, pig. Uh, yeah. But they nobody can des- describe what it is. It c- creates all kind of havoc and problems and kills things and all this. But it turns out it's just Adam Arkin, who and I don't mean he's not playing Adam Arkin. It is Adam Arkin playing this <laughs> character named Adam. It's just right. It's, they just didn't change his name. Adam Arkin lost in the woods of Alaska. Exactly. And he's yeah. running around in the woods. He's just kind of not homeless, but like on purpose, just trying to avoid society. And it's a great storyline. It's so good. What uh, I don't know if we if we said what uh, what 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 service is uh, Northern Exposure? Oh, Prime. Because uh, I was Prime. doing the uh, Jeff Bezos joke about him. That's right. The Jeff Bezos sticking his head out. Yep. Yeah, Prime. Prime. And I even made the joke about uh, six more weeks of free shipping. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he... That's how long my memory lasts. Thank you very much. They, uh, <laughs> it's all right. You got you got cold brain or something. Something. Um, uh, what was my point? My point was that Adam Arkin's great, I guess. Uh, but let's yeah. get back to the story. Not as great as Alan Arkin. No. Okay. Alan's the, He's the, the bomb. The king, king Arkin. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Although Alan Arkin's sh- uh, very small but wonderful role in season two of Fargo was really good. I remember him being in that. Mm. Everybody's been in Fargo now, and if they're not in it, they're trying to be. Brief appearance in the movie Little Miss Sunshine netted him a uh, Academy Award nomination too. That's true. For like seven minutes of screen time or something. Less than Anne Ramsey. That was a good movie. I should watch that again. I like that movie movie. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. First time I ever saw that Paul Dano fella. Mm -hmm. Freaking weirdo. Right. Yeah. Uh, All right. Moose, moose and squirrel. Moose and squirrel. Try not to let moose lick your car, warns the Parks Canada, as more moose flocks to highway. So what happens is, this time of year, the moose, not migrate, but they move down lower where it's warmer, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, Parks Canada, which is what we would would say, U.S. National Park Service. They just say Parks Canada. Parks Canada right? uh, is warning drivers not it's a PC way to yeah, say it. Yeah, it's a PC way to say it. Exactly. It's an exact PC yeah. way to say it. Uh, did not stop on a, a while on highways to let the moose lick their cars in the winter. I guess this is a thing that happens. Uh, peculiar message to many people. Do not let them do this because the salt on the roads to control uh, snow removal and such gets on your car. The moose are attracted to the salt on your car. Yeah. And if they lick it, it's actually bad for them. Uh, sure. Anyway, so they say don't do it. Unfortunately, this kind of puts the moose at risk of being injured or killed if they get hit by vehicles and so on. Uh, Parks mm-hmm. Canada understands that seeing this in the wildlife is a real highlight for a lot of people, but we ask people not to stop so that the moose can't get used to licking salt off of the cars. <laughs> Just stop on the highway, pull over, come lick my car. Come on, come lick my car. <laughs> exactly. Throw the fork. Yeah. Come lick my car. Uh, it says... Part of the problem, uh, Rhea says, this is the person there, says the large creatures search for salt in the winter because they need a lot of sodium to maintain their bodily functions. Mm, so it's a thing they need. But that stuff that's on cars is not like pure salt. Magnesium there's other, chloride or something. Yeah, there's other shit in there. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's sprinkling that on their tomato soup, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. They're not <laughs> sprinkling on their tomato soup. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? If you know what I you know what you mean, because that's quite literal. Yeah, there's no like subtext there at all. It's literally just don't put it on your soup. Yeah. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> that made me laugh though. If you know what I mean. Yeah, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're literally saying don't put it on your you're soup. You're literally saying don't put it. It's not what you put on your tomato soup. Uh, here's another little. We got a lot of wildlife today. That's just the way oh, it good. is. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, it's fine. Monday's Monday is uh, Animal Day on yep. uh, TMS today. Yep. Welcome to Animal Day. Uh, feral aggressive peacocks are oh, wreaking oh. havoc in a Houston neighborhood, according to residents. You can oh, never geez. trust those peacocks, man. They're they're there to to be the worst player on your Apple TV device. It's not good. <laughs> I don't know why that thing's so janky on mine, but it's terrible. I had to reinstall it. Oh, twice. really? Yeah. Peacock's yeah. been kind of bad for me. Well, it's 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 a crummy uh, it is a crummy interface. Like sometimes you say, "Oh yeah, resume," and it starts the show over at the beginning, yeah. or it freezes when it's doing commercials. It almost always has to do with the stupid commercials on there. Mm. I almost uh, this reminds me. If it hadn't been for Northern Exposure, guess what? I had queued up and ready to watch, and I'm still gonna. Parasite. No. <laughs> oh, okay. No jury duty. Beef. I was gonna jury I was, duty. I was oh. ready to do jury duty. I'm like, I'm in the mood for this. I'm finally gonna cave and do it. I have aversions to reality shows, but you have sold me on it, Brian, and so oh, does everybody yeah, no, else. This is yeah. Put those uh, put those uh, aversions to rest. This is not your real housewives pawn stars bullshit. This is uh, men. This will make you feel good about life. Good. As uh, has Kim watched it? No, she's. We're going to do it together. We're going to watch good. it. Yeah, you got to watch that with her. She'll yeah. love it. Yeah. Wasn't uh, what's his name up for something yesterday? James Marsden was up for his role in Jury Duty. His role as James Marsden. His role as James Marsden and his giant dookie in Jury Duty. That's, yeah. a, that's amazing. Um, well, anyway, these peacocks, they're feral and aggressive, according to authorities. Kelly Donahue uh, proceeds with trepidation when she takes her four dogs to work because of these damn things. Uh, she's checking the roads, treetops, and bushes for peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know they could be that aggressive. That's really funny. Uh, they're more accurately, by the way, called peafowl, which I didn't know until I read this. Mm. Um, right, because isn't it peahens and like peahens are the females and peacocks are the males, and so peafowl is the general term for them? Is, is the group a, of them? I, that sounds right to me. Which ones are the most? Is it the males the, or the, the females? Male, the males are the, the okay. big, uh, yeah. Because I know that swaps around. Bur- birds, often it's the males who are all flourished right and then right but in other the, the bright more brightly colored uh, of the two. yeah but in a couple yeah. of cases there's like really nasty ugly lady birds and then the or no it's the other way around ugly males who have to fight over i can't remember where i saw this it was one of those here we see the female blah, 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 one Matt of those borough business yeah uh, <laughs> i could have used his name i guess yeah usually usually it's the male that's brightly colored or or poison or brightly colored uh makes you think they're poisonous or is poisonous you know like it's it's a oh, right, right. thing that's evolved over time that like the the poison dart frog has made other frogs decide to turn fuchsia as well to make everybody think that they're poisonous right and but they're harmless in the end some of those something like that. i like yeah. that shit i like when i like when animals yeah. look scary but are real there's nothing to it you know yeah like yeah. certain fish will get all puffy like and coral, weird Coral snakes, uh, get back in the house, coral snake. Um, <laughs> coral snakes are bad, but then there's like a, uh, if red is next to yellow, that's a harmless fellow or something like that. Like mm. there's another snake that has the colors of a coral snake, but 
depending on how the colors are arranged, it's the non-poisonous versus the poisonous variety. So if the red... Okay, let's say it's red and yellow. Yeah. But that implies it has to start with one color or the other, right? So at the beak... At the beak. The head... The right. beak, well, the beak of the snake. Listen to me over here. The beak of the snake. It's not like so. It's like uh, the way it's the way it's colored is it's black, red, and yellow. Okay, black, red, yellow, white. Right? But there's usually a color that's surrounded by another color. Oh, so I see. yellow surrounded by red. Okay, and that's bad. Yellow with red in the middle, so it goes yellow, red, yellow is fine. Okay, okay, that makes um, sense because that's a pattern you can see. If it was yeah. just two colors, it would be like. It would have to always start at the nose or not start, you know, or, or, right. and then alternate. Here it is. Red touch yellow, kill a fellow is the, <laughs> is how you, I how love, you folk, I love folklore kind of ways of explaining nature. It's my favorite. Red, red touch black, safe for Jack. Safe for Jack, really. I was hoping Jack. it was send it back, but that's fine. Flush yeah. it down if it's brown. Flush but. it down if it's brown downtown. Something about yellow, let it mellow. Here's, uh, here's the yeah. here's the uh, the poem right here with pictures. Oh, I, so with pictures. See Let's see it. Sense. Oh, look at this. All right, this is great. Yeah. Let me pull this over into the thing so chat can see it. All right, look at this, guys. Um, Red touch yellow kills a fellow. Red, Red touch, touch black, black friend of Jack. Friend of Jack. But the idea here oh, is in nature leave. stuff that knows that the you know animals that know that the top one is bad. This other one is like right. bad enough. They're like whoa. I don't. Yeah. Know. That looks like the same. Because a lot of animals, yeah. don't, don't don't understand rhymes. So this is an easy way for like us to be safe. Yeah. But other animals in nature who don't get <laughs> rhyming, <laughs> which turns out a lot don't. A lot of animals don't get rhyming. They really yeah, don't. don't understand it. No. Yeah. I mean, maybe they do, but we can't, can't hear it. Which is uh, when you hiss, take a piss. They they know that one. Yeah, they know that one. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows that one. Come on. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, anyway, these peacocks, or this peafowl, they're prone to attacking humans, cars, animals. They're doing property damage to houses, that, this kind of stuff. Jeez. They walk into traffic without any hesitation. Uh, it doesn't matter who, how many cars are coming. They see them. It doesn't matter. They're just walking out. I guess when you're feral, it's different than if they're zoo-type ones that yeah. are all kind of calm and chill. Um, anyway, compounding the issue, says Heathwood, resident of Linda Aber. Oh, resident. I'm sorry. Said Heathwood, resident Linda Aber. Okay, I was gonna say, there's a lot of words right there that that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Heathwood is the place. Linda is the person. I want to name something Heathwood. That's a great name. Heathwood. Hey, welcome to Heathwood. Hello. Houston. Uh, let's see. <laughs> she says oh, I lost it. Uh, what happened there? Scroll down. There it is. Uh, she says that I saw seven of them smashing into a car the other day. They tore up, uh, tore up roofs and broke windows. Once wow. they, once they even chased a group of kids. Oh man. Jeez. And I don't a, mean goats. I mean like children. Okay. Dangerous, uh, peacock gang roving, roaming the streets of Houston. Yeah. feels like, I don't know. It just feels like they should be pretty easy to take out. They're kind of slow moving and they I agree. Those big old trains that they have to pull basically yeah how they don't run they're not fast they don't fly yeah. right i don't think no. do they no one can do no and when you hit them with your car it's like a boom big splash of color <laughs> and it always makes the same bat sound which is we were both thinking of the same dumb idea i love it 
All right. Uh, speaking of dumb ideas, we're going to have Steven on here in a minute. Yeah, and, uh, it's a great idea. No, it's a great idea. Great. I take it back. It's a great idea. Uh, but that'll be after this break. We have to do a break, and the break involves music, and Brian brought the music, so tell us about the music. Yeah, so this one comes to us from uh, PR firm Made by Robots, a new electronic music label that has offices in Berlin and London. Um, this is uh, a group called GPU. Makes sense, right? Sure. Made by Robots, GPU. Yeah, why not? And uh, a song called Cigarette After. Cigarette After what? Well, we're going to let the song explain it because it does. Mm. Here is the band GPU and Cigarette After. Cigarette, 
marijuana car and a fire extinguisher and a gun. I'm not loving your semen. And we've returned. Hey, who is that one more time? Sure. That is a GPU and a brand new single called Cigarette After. There's a few different versions out there. That's the uh, long version, the four minute version of the song. Nice. Not really that long. Four minutes is a, is a good song length. I think so. I think that's about as, that's, hmm. What do I like? I don't like when a song's too short. I don't like a two minute, you know, Green Day's got one of these new tracks is amazing. And it's like two minutes and 30 seconds. Freaking F that. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? Give me more like the a, Clash. Yeah, the Clash said the perfect pop song was two minutes fifty nine. Was was their was so, their thing? So, so three minutes three roughly minutes. for a All right. for a good rock. For I, li- a pop I, song. I like a good yeah. Three to four is my range, unless you're doing something rad, and then I'm okay with like eight to ten if it's if it's something interesting and cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, the 70s type stuff. Um, all right. We got a, we got one Steven Schleicher coming in, and uh, we'll introduce him with this. And now welcome Steven to the show. He's a huge freaking nerd. Oh, I can confirm he's a giant nerd. Hello, Steven. Welcome back to the program. Hello, Scott. Happy New Year, Brian. Oh, Thank you. Happy oh. New Year to you, too. Yeah. How's your year so far? What's going on over there? Well, uh, this morning I pulled a Johnson. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Tell us more. I, yeah, I was a little... I was a little... I was a little peckish, uh-huh. and there was a leftover hot dog. Yeah. Oh no! Okay, and a, and a tortilla. Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I uh, threw a little uh, shredded cheese, some mustard ketchup, heated that stuff up, ate a dogarito. Nicely done. Now it would have been a full Johnson if that if that hot dog was uh, about a week and a half old. <laughs> it's probably it was probably only. Maybe four days old. Okay. Okay. Not bad at all. You're not still in a safe, no, no. safe space when you eat a hot dog. That well, way. we'll see in about an hour. So. Yeah. Let us know. Um, no, that's great. Uh, did you do the ketchup and mustard before the microwave? No, no, no. After, okay. after the microwave. All right. Just making sure that because that's that terrible. How, how else do you get hot mustard? <laughs> yeah, that's what they mean. Temperature. That's definitely what they're talking yeah. about. Oh yeah, that's that. Sure. Uh, major spoilers, of course, is where you hail from. The fantastic website and podcast and network and all these amazing things you do over there, and we love having you on to talk about nerdy stuff and you've got a little bit of a list of your favorite bits of media in 2023 yeah i love this. yeah not a, not a best of but just favorites because i unlike brian don't go to movie theater so uh, uh rarely yeah and so uh, you know i can't say if i talk about my my favorite movie of 2023 hmm. i can't talk about barbie or oppenheimer because i didn't go see those no right um nope. although barbie i think just dropped on streaming both of them did, yeah. Barbie yeah, and Oppenheimer were both available for uh, stream. I think, uh, well, I think yeah. Barbie was available earlier, but maybe we're, not. Maybe well, I mean, on one of the... Teasing, you know. He was teasing rental or something, but I could have sworn it yeah, was yeah, yeah. free streaming earlier, but maybe when, not. When did it, when did Oppenheimer, or where did Oppenheimer drop? Is it Apple? Oppenheimer Prime, I think, or Prime, is it is Apple? It? Maybe uh, it's Apple. Crap. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, it's rentable. It's not streaming like a service oh, really? thing yet. Oh, well, I thought yet. it was already... Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Yep. So, but that's good. I mean, for five ninety nine, I could watch it. And that'll be and that'll be Peacock is uh, Oppenheimer. Oh, okay, that's a universal deal or universal. Yep. So, uh, so I've got I've got five categories here: movies, right. TV, comic books, gaming, and music. Oh, very nice. Okay, these Sounds are all good. things I enjoy greatly. These categories. Yes, good yeah. choices, all of them. All right. Yeah. So, Brian, why don't you pick a category first? 
Uh, Stephen, <laughs> tell me about comics because that's your that's okay. your yeah. Start so, with comics. Listen, there were a lot of great comics that came out in 2023. Uh, I spent the holidays catching up on the Spider-Man run. Uh, there's the new Ultimate Spider-Man that drops today, so this might be a, a favorite comic of 2024. Oh, cool. But my favorite comic book series of 2023 is Conan the Barbarian over at Titan Comics. Mm. Um, you know, Roy Thomas did a fantastic job when he was doing stuff at Dark Horse and Marvel back in the day. But Jim, Jim Zub, who has been doing Pathfinder comics, Dungeons and Dragons comics, he really gets this high fantasy kind of stuff. And he's a huge fan of Robert E. Howard. And so it just seems like this natural pairing of Jim Zub and Conan the Barbarian, which is like a breath of fresh air considering what Marvel was just doing with Conan in their recent uh, recent run. So if you get a chance to go read Conan the Barbarian, I think the first six issues are out now. Um, another one I think either drops this week or next week. It's from Titan Comics, uh -huh. but uh, definitely my favorite comic series of 2023. You were not alone. I heard nothing but raves about this this year, so I got to get in there. Yeah. Didn't we we had Zub on um, Comic Dorks once. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was fun. In fact, yeah, I think you arranged it. I think you're the one that got the interview, and um, yeah, he was great. He was great. Yeah, yeah, Super most definitely. Nice. All right, so we got movies, TV, gaming, and music. Scott, um, let's go with uh, gaming. Curious where you landed right. there. So in 2020, by the way, this was an insane year for gaming. So no pressure, no pressure on you at all here. All right, to oh, but pick I, from I this. guarantee you that my favorite game of 2023. <laughs> Is definitely not uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, uh, that would have been like my boy's favorite game. Yeah, uh, definitely wasn't. Game. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's you know there's so many great games that came out, but in 2022 I fell in love with games like XCOM 2 and Hard West. Yeah, and so in October of this year, the Lamplighters League Tower at the End of the World dropped, and I have been playing that nonstop. I'm no good at it, mm. but uh, for a tactical RPG type game. The Lamplighters uh, League just occupied all of my time. Yeah. All it, my free time. This was um, a game that I got. It was actually in Game Pass, so I didn't have to do much to get it. But mm -hmm. um, I played it on uh, Game Pass, and it was criticized early on for being a little buggy at launch and having some issues. Mm -hmm. um, but the what really made up for those issues was the setting and its sort of its um, vibe. You know, some yeah, of the, yeah. and also so the best soundtrack pre, I think of the year it had an amazing soundtrack in this game. Yeah, so think pre World War II. Mm -hmm. There are three factions that are trying to get to what is essentially the Tower at the end of the world, aka the Tower of Babel. And you and your team, the Lamplighters League, have to go and take them down and, and get to the tower first and save the world. Right. It is. It's got a really cool Cthulhu World War II vibe to it. Uh, unfortunately, the game didn't sell very well. And they released one DLC at the end of December, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're shutting we're shutting down uh, our support for the game, and uh, it's still going to be available. Go have fun, but we will have no further updates after this." Yeah, I think they're they're going to be moving on. So for, for yeah. those that are like, "Well, who made this?" Um, they actually have a really strong uh, place in the tactical RPG space. They did those Shadowrun games in 2013, mm -hmm. 2014, uh, and then the Hong Kong follow up in 2015. Those are amazing isometric cyberpunk. Shadowrun yeah. games that play off yeah. the the original Shadowrun series, and then they also did the the BattleTech game in 2018 mm -hmm. that is pretty revered. Everybody loves BattleTech, uh, and I think Lamplighters League just kind of came 
Um, didn't, it, I, didn't it drop like the same weekend that like Baldur's Gate or something dropped? Yeah, it was crazy. The like it, it, within this the was, same. This, this happened a lot this year. There was so much stuff that came out that that nobody was giving Baldur's Gate the res- the pre-launch respect it probably needed, and the and the space it needed to land as big as it did because. The big time games suffered because of it. Like uh, Starfield mm-hmm. got it absolutely got dinged by coming out at the same time. Um, I think Lamplighters was roughly yeah, the same time, yeah. and that had the same problem. A lot of games did this mm-hmm. year, so so yeah. I think I think this is kind of a a good game in the rough. I haven't been back since they've done a bunch of the updates, and so I'm sure that there's a better experience. Yeah, there. But if the, you you know get you, the last patch and the free DLC, which introduced another character for free, and you're going to have a lot of fun with it. And again, I know a lot of people are like, no, I, I like Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, or I like Baldur's Gate 3. That's great. I didn't, uh, I played a little bit of uh, Zelda with the boys and uh, didn't get around to doing Baldur's Gate just because uh, uh, I can spend 60 bucks on Lamplighter's League or 60 bucks on Baldur's Gate. So mm-hmm. I went with Lamplighter's. You went with what you love. And look, the, the yeah. um, you know, if you're, if you like XCOM, if you like tactical yeah. turn based strategy games, well, I guess BG3 is that as well. But good year for that. And Lamplighter's mm-hmm. League was one of them. So there you go. Yep. All right. We have movies, TV, and music, Brian. What do you say, Brian? Well, since now I'm picking music. Music. All right. So I thought this group broke up and hadn't been doing anything in many, many years. And suddenly in October, my Apple Music says, hey, Steven, there's a new Blink-182 album out. And I was like, what? (laughs) And it's called Blink-182 One More Time. It is everything that you expect from Blink-182. But this time, instead of their previous albums being like, F it, we're going to live forever. Who cares? This time it's like, oh, F it. We're not going to live forever. And so there's a little bit more melancholy and regret in the album. Yeah. But uh, there's still just some really great songs in in that. So if you're a fan of Blink-182, definitely, if you did not see their October release of that, you need to go and listen to it. Uh, You will get no argument from me. That is a fantastic album. It is a mm-hmm. it is a trend right now that these '90s punk pop bands are coming back with a with a vengeance, with new material. Uh, this combined with those new tracks from from Green Day have been some of my favorite stuff mm-hmm. this year. So you are yeah. you and I are yeah. in the same boat here. That even if you're not a giant Blink fan, and I don't, I was never that big of a Blink 182 fan. I was always more Green Day, more I don't know. I liked some 41. I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did the Unta Gliebung? No, not them. Um, who am I thinking of? Def Leppard. Not the, yeah, I know. I got the wrong band or the wrong uh, intro. Offspring is who, Offspring is who of. I'm thinking of. I used to be yeah. really into them, yeah. um, but they're all killing it right now. And I don't know what the deal is, what's in the air, but I'm all here for it. And is Everclear is Everclear made its way back. I don't Hopefully. think Everclear like has made their way back. Only at college will. parties. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, all right, I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick movies. Yeah, let's do movies. All right. Listen, uh, Barbie Oppenheimer, just big, big hits at the box sure, office this sure. year. Somebody, somebody had the nerve, somebody had the gall to go onto Twitter and say, hey, this was a banger year for, for movies, uh, especially when there was no big Spider-Man or Marvel or <laughs> DC movie that was released. And I had to go and say, no, 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 dude, June 2nd, 2023, yeah. the third greatest superhero movie dropped and it was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I think. Yes. How can you not? Yeah. 
think that that was not one of the one of the uh, best, everyone's favorite the best movies. Marvel movie of the year, hands down. Even oh yeah, no, no, Sony deal. Mm-hmm. But, yes, yes, yeah. yeah I'm. I'm uh, I couldn't agree with you more, except to say I think it's better than third place. I think this movie is like well. So Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, obviously the number one superhero movie of all time, <laughs> can run up runs up close against uh, maybe one of the greatest animated movies of all time. Yeah. Then of course the number two greatest uh, uh, superhero movie of all time is Spider-Man Homecoming mm. and then oh. Spider-Man Across the Oh, I would have put Dark and I was thinking second would have been Dark Knight. Yeah, but, I would have uh, put I'd put Dark Knight before I'd put uh, whatever. Yeah, we're not okay. going to fight. We're not going to fight here. We're not here to fight. We're here to we're here to love. We all like there's what we like. About, there's just something about Homecoming that I that I just love. So yeah, yeah if you yeah, were asking my top 3 superhero movies. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love Superman uh 78. I love Batman 89. I love Dark Knight. Uh but um these 3 if you were asking me, "Hey Steven, you want to watch a superhero?" That's the order that they would be in. Wow. And across the Spider-Verse, really, the, only, the as you said, Scott, the best Marvel movie to come out. And unfortunately, we're going to have to wait such a long time yeah. before the third installment comes in because of the way that this movie was produced in that the writer's strike and the Screen Actors Guild strike meant that they didn't ha- the movie is barely half finished mm-hmm. when the strikes began. And so that means that this thing isn't coming out, I don't think, until the end of 2024 or the middle part of 2025. Hmm. Yeah. This I'm was, guessing This was a bad year for, uh, or last year was a bad year for two-parters because we had the same thing with the uh, Mission Impossible mm-hmm. Dead Reckoning Part 1. It's like, oh, yeah. no, you got to wait, you know, probably 2025. And I'm sure Dune. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dune and got delayed I know delayed Dune 2 twice. is coming out, but I mean, I think yeah. it also suffered a little bit. From, it did. It got pushed. From that yeah. kind of it was supposed to be out last October, man. I was into right. it. I was so yeah. ready for right. that. Yeah. What are you going to do, Scott, when Furiosa and Dune 2 have to go up against, or Dune 2 have to go up against one another well, at the box office? They got like two, three months apart. So you got, so you got March. Yeah. March for Dune part two, and you got end of May for uh, Furiosa. That'll work. Somebody That'll said they didn't, somebody said they didn't think Furiosa was going to make a billion dollars at the box office. They're insane. It yeah. will make a billion dollars. Who said that? Because it will make that. Some some rando on Twitter. Well, he doesn't know. He's an idiot. Yeah. The guy on Twitter lied, as I like to say. Block That's what I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine that movie not doing a billion dollars easily. No, now, it's it, not going to be the first weekend, but within the first month, it could easily do that. Yeah, no, it'll do it. it I mean, it's very. It's not just here, too. Like This is a right, renowned thing yeah. worldwide. They're going to make big money. That movie's going to be just yeah. fine. Yeah, everyone in in George Miller, I trust every time. That's just the rule. Uh, okay, all right, Brian, you we got one last choice. Final one. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, since I love this show as well, let's talk TV. Okay, all right. So this is a show that's been out for a while. They dropped their third season in November, right around uh, right after Thanksgiving. Yep. And if you are not watching Slow Horses with Gary Oldman oh. on Apple TV Plus, you are missing out on one of the great spy thriller TV shows that are out there. Now, uh, Slow Horses based on a series of books called the Slough House books. And um, these have been adapted. I think I want to say there's six or seven books in the series. So if you get to the end of season three or the cliffhanger for season three and you're like, oh my gosh, is this series going to be continued? Apple has already given it a green light for season five. The trailer for season four already dropped. So they've already shot most of it. Wow. And so, yeah, I think Apple realizes that they have a hit. Uh, if you go and look at the top shows that are on Apple Plus right now, it's like uh, uh, the Godzilla Monster Island show. Yeah, Monarch. Uh-huh. Monarch with uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. 
Ted Lasso still is up there very high. <laughs> of course. And then Slow Horses is right there and usually in the top three or four spots. Yeah. yeah. And it is, the so people who aren't familiar, I'm sure Brian's probably talked about it on the, on the show, but uh, MI5 agents, when they screw up, if there's a reason why they can't fire you for some reason, then they demote you to the Slough House, which is the place where all the degenerates, all the, the dumbasses go right. and supposedly they get them to they go there gary oldman is this old cold war spy who just hates everything in life oh my yeah. God. and he's so he, great and despicable yeah he is and he makes everyone's lives so miserable there that he wants them to quit so that they don't have to deal with any kind of lawsuits with mi5 etc and uh the first season was a blast Second season, I wasn't a huge fan of because it takes place in the summer, and so everything is brightly lit. Yeah. And to me, spy thrillers should be dark and rainy. And then we Cold get to season again. three, yeah. and it's all about what happened to all the old paper trail of data and and uh, and top secrets getting out and everything. It's a lot of infighting among these organizations, and oh, it's cool. great. Mm. I'm only I'm still. I finished season one. I have not done uh, gotten past it. Um, not that I didn't want to, just haven't yet. So it's uh, good yeah. to know that I'm in for. Ryan, have you time. finished season three? Not not season three yet. No, we've uh, okay. we're waiting until the end of last year to get all the episodes out because that's a fun binge. Um, yes, it is. So uh, <laughs> sadly, Apple wants to release this week after week, and yeah. I'm just like you. I'm like, I want the next episode now. Now, the one thing that Apple did do, and I don't know if it if they're doing it like midnight London time or something, but like the shows were supposed to drop on. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday, I think. Mm -hmm. But they would always show up around eight o'clock my time. Oh, really? So you get them the night before. So I was getting, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a great way to end the in the night is by watching a, a new episode of Slow Horses, my favorite TV show of twenty. So good, nice. So 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 good. Well, I'm very yeah. happy to hear this list. This list is full of good things. A reminder: Lamplighters League and Gaming for music. Blink One Eighty Two. One more time is the new album. Comics Conan the Barbarian at Titan Comics, which I am absolutely going to go buy in mass right now and play and read. <laughs> uh, Slow Horses on Apple TV Plus and the movie Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is my favorite movie I've seen this year, minus whatever I get out of Oppenheimer when I finally see it. If, if that beats it or not, I don't know. Yeah. Or if uh, Killers yeah. of the Flower but, Moon does, or I don't know. But that You won't have seen that movie this that last year. You'll have seen it this year. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, that's my 2023-2024 movie of the year, or maybe. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Steven, it's always good to have you here. I wish you nothing but uh, great things in the new year. Is there anything happening right now you want people to know about? Uh, well, we're prepping for a potential blizzard, but we'll see if that happens. But in the meantime, for all of 2024, let's remember to stay hydrated. Oh, man, the new year, new hydration. Love it. Love it. For sure. Yeah, we're also loving the new season of... Uh, for all mankind. Talk about your infighting. Holy cow. Happy so, Valley base. Not such a happy Valley right now. That's another one where I'm a season in and, and haven't caught up yet. Is oh, it, it they're in the future now, right? Uh, no, there's still the current season is, um, nineties. Nineties. Okay. Well, that would make yeah. sense. Cause or early two thousands. Cause you're, cause you're, what's his name's not, he would probably be, be dead now if it was future. Right, and his character's still yeah, in there. Yeah, he's looking pretty darn old, Joel Kinnaman, in this current season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need to catch up on that. I need that. Two thousand two. Thank you, Mid Coffee. Yeah. I need to watch the new, um, uh, the new Foundation season. There's all kinds of shit on Apple. I want. Yeah. Watch. Oh yeah, Thomas Chambers. Every episode, like they're dropping Disney Plus is dropping all five episodes of Echo. 
So, oh yeah, um, Echoes. When's that? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Looking forward to that. I like her. Some and, uh, Kingpin action. Some Daredevil action. Oh uh, my god, it's gonna be so good. You think? Uh, prob- probably no. Uh, Clint Barton in there because he's, he's all banged up since this happened, right? Yeah, his probably. Accident. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? There, there could be some surprises. Uh, Kate Bishop, maybe, maybe she'll show up. We don't yeah. know. Oh, Margot, yeah, Margot and the her defect, not defection, well, defection, and uh, ooh, it's so good, all so right. good, Amy. Watch all for right. that. Uh, that is gonna do it for us today. Big thanks everybody for watching, for being here, for being a part of the the ongoing uh, concern that is TMS. And uh, patreon.com slash TMS is how you can support us. And you, you've you done a great job of that last year. But this year, you can do even a better job. Okay. <laughs> it's all on <laughs> try you. Try and do better this year, people. Yeah, try and do a little better if you can. Um, no, we've got, uh, you know, overall, overall last year was a, was a growth year. And we'd love to see that continue in 2024. That means new listeners. That means new opportunities. It means more fun. It means Vegas. It means lots of fun stuff. So please head on over to patreon.com slash TMS today. And get your fill of no commercials ever, pre-show content every day, couch parties, art in the mail, and other great monthly benefits that can be yours if you support us today at patreon.com slash TMS. That will do it for today. Brian, anything else before we do a song? Uh, no, no new soundography coming, uh, this week We're we've got a sponsor. We're working out the, the sponsorship stuff. So we have to kind of record a sponsorship and pretend we did it during oh, our recording. I see what you mean. Um, mm. cause we, we record our episodes so far in advance that it's like, Oh, well, we've got to fix that. So yeah. anyway, that's coming. They so, won't uh, notice any difference in your voice from when you first recorded it compared to today. Your well, voice hasn't changed at all. They won't because I recorded, we recorded our sponsorships before i i had this voice so oh you oh you already uh, did the this okay i get it i yeah, thought you had to go back and make one in. yeah okay nope that makes sense thank goodness yeah. <laughs> that'd be funny Otherwise, i'm gonna have to use a chat bot to do my uh, to do my voice it's like anyway hammond yeah. nothing has changed and we're still in the same room talking together i have a cold for some reason only for this well, 30 I, seconds what i would do is i would like uh, drink some water and go <laughs> oh gosh sorry frog in my throat well let me tell you about our sponsor <laughs> i love it yeah, so th- so that it's a well uh, a smooth smooth transition. Uh, hey, Dan Andrews wrote in and said, "Greetings, Storm and Breaker. I'd like to hear one of the songs from last night in Soho, performed by Anya Taylor Joy. It's not fair that she's such a captivating actress, beautiful, and she can sing. Maybe she has Jennifer Aniston milk breath. Something I haven't heard Scott talk about in years. I don't know if she did more than one song, but I'm not picky. Also." This part can be read aloud. You can just answer. But what was your opinion about the identity of the killer? I felt cheated since we know blah, blah, blah. I won't say anything more there. Yeah, um, yeah I was, uh, I don't know. They ended the they ended the movie the way they wanted to end it. It, it was a surprise to me, the, the reveal. Um, but I, I think we overall enjoyed the film. I love the style of it. But um, yeah, they do kind of make you think one thing and then they go, up oh, surprise different thing mm, so last mm. night in soho um yeah i don't know what if if anya taylor joy's doing anything got anything coming out but for whatever reason this is uh nothing uh, major know, that i know the whole year looks nothing blank. major yeah. exactly yeah um <laughs> she'll have a nice easy relaxing 2024 with no big projects yeah. here's her cover of petula clark's downtown oh, from last night gosh. in soho that's amazing i didn't know she sang that she sounds and she sings it 
beautifully. She's got a great voice. I'm blown away by this. All right. Oh yeah, she's got that New Mutants thing. That was really good. That's oh, that's kind of her big project. Yeah, yeah New Mutants. Maybe the yeah. the Vivitch too. Maybe she's the working Vivitch on that too. Sure. Yeah, we'll yeah, see how that yeah. goes. Ooh, that guy's got a movie coming out. I can't wait to see. He's doing uh, that Nosferatu redo. Oh right, right. That's that filmmaker, and he's and he's working with um, Willem Dafoe. Isn't that? Oh right, as Max Shrek. I'm so excited. I can barely yeah. stand it. Uh, anyway, here it is. That's uh, the song Brian just mentioned. And we'll be yeah, back tomorrow. Downtown, on your Taylor Joy. Yep. And we'll be here tomorrow for a Tuesday edition of the show. We'll see you then.
at frogpants.com. Last call for 70. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.